At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Minnesota Tim podcast and as always on a Thursday morning I bring on my best man on the wedding day June 5th 2021 great speech stood up there right next to me as we said our vows as we exchanged rings as we had a made out session when uh you and your wife by the way not me and you yes me and you did not Exchange rooms or make out. <laughs> you were by my side. Yeah, as you that kept happened. using we, and I wasn't comfortable with that. So yes. yeah, just clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the clarification. Anywho, he stood by me as I made out with my wife as we became the Parachkas, as the Parachka became the Parachkas. And uh, I handled the rest from there. Let's just say I handled the rest from there. Um, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's for breakfast? Just had a uh, cinnamon raisin bagel. Mm. Walmart brand Walmart. with uh, some cinnamon sugar cream cheese. I think it was also Walmart brand. It was great. Are you a cinnamon guy? I mean, not necessarily. Not Not specifically. Uh, Where would the raisin good combo. good combo? Yeah. Where would the raisin brand? Is that what you said? Raisin, raisin, well, like, like it was like cinnamon raisin bagel, like had raisins in it. Where would the cinnamon raisin bagel stand in your power rankings? Are we talking bagel power rankings? Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty good for breakfast. Like it's and with peanut butter, it's good too. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, it depends what you're going for. Because like a plain bagel. You could use some because, like, you don't really do like fruit cream cheese with a cinnamon raisin bagel. That's a bad combo. Yeah, a lot of conflict there. So it depends what you're going for. So, like, a plain bagel is good with um, obviously all the fruity cream cheeses. Cinnamon raisin bagel is good with a cinnamon sugar cream cheese. <laughs> um, every once in a while, we buy like the bagels with like cheese on them, and that's good for like 
sandwiches or like, you know, I guess not a sandwich, but like a bagel sandwich and like toasting them up. But I've made like what we used to call like pizza bagels. You put some pizza sauce some pepperoni and cheese and bake them off that that's good. So depends what you're going for. Do you have yeah. a bagel power ranking? Um, I haven't had a bagel. Well, I guess I actually had a bagel on Saturday, uh, <laughs> a gluten-free bagel. I was at a men's conference and they had some gluten-free bagels. Oh, and I tried a gluten-free bagel and it was okay. Was, okay, okay, it was all right. Um, but back before I was gluten-free, I do have a bagel power ranking. The bagel, without um question in my mind, that is the absolute best. And I've never had a cinnamon raisin bagel, so it could be a little controversial. The blueberry bagel outweighs any other bagel. And the key here, this is what I always used to do, and it is phenomenal. I dare you to do this. You put a little butter on the bagel. Okay, spread it. You spread the butter around on the bagel. Yeah. In a circular formation because the bagel is familiar with how to spread things on the bagel, yes. Yep. And then you get a cup of black coffee. Oh, I can just taste it right now. You're a coffee drinker. You drink coffee in the morning. Get a cup of black coffee or whatever kind of coffee you want, preferably black. Sure. And then you dip the bagel in the coffee, and then you eat it. So this is so good, and let me explain why it's so good. I did this before I even drank coffee. I did this in high school. I did this in college. I didn't become a coffee drinker until after college. So even though I despised coffee at the time, the bagel with butter dunked in coffee was absolutely one of my favorite bread breakfasts of all time. Interesting. So you're a dunker. I'm a dunker. Yep. That's, no doubt that's, about it. That's what's that Seinfeld bit. Yes. Kramer and uh, Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. He's a yeah. Dunker. yeah. Cause I say, cause Holly got into a phase where like her favorite thing is like at school functions when they like buy like donuts for like the morning or whatever, like at school, that'll happen a lot with teachers and whatnot. And then it's always those kind of like simple cake donuts or the simple or not cake donuts. It's the, uh, I don't know what the official, what the name, like I don't, they may even just call them like dunk dunking donuts, not like the brand, but like the, the simple, like plain donuts that you are supposed to like dip in coffee. And she, she really was liking that for a little bit. There's like, it's just such a good combo. I'm like, that's not something I've ever, I've never tried to dip anything in my coffee ever. So, hmm. well, I think I'll you should try. try this bagel dipped into a coffee with butter on it. I'm telling you, it takes yeah. the bagel to a next level. Sure. I'll put it on my list of life experiences to have. Seriously, do it. And then get back to me and then we can have a conversation about, about awesome. this next week. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we could, because I don't have any plain bagels or like blueberry. I'll I'll try over the weekend. We'll try to find some. Any bagel works. It doesn't have to to be a blueberry. A cinnamon raisin bagel works as well. Might work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. As long as you have butter. I don't think it would work with cream cheese. No, you That might be a little weird. Yeah. Where would you rank the bagel versus cereal and eggs in the morning? Well, I have cereal like 80% of the time. So you'd say cereals on mornings. One I have, mornings I have basketball. I usually have a bagel like on the go kind of thing. Um, but my milk is expired. And on Sunday when we went to Walmart, there was no milk. Like literally not a single type of milk that 1% skim, 2% whole, like the whole 
aisle was clear of milk. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, and I, I don't need it. To, you know, it's just, I, I buy it for. Thanks, cereal. Obama. That was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that. But yeah, so um, I put cereal higher. Just That's just always what I've done. I've never been a make breakfast guy with like eggs or making like, you know, pancakes or whatever, all that kind of stuff. I just, it's, it's cereal. And then every once in a while, it's a bagel, maybe toast. But yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? I never used to be an eggs guy in the morning. Well, I enjoyed it. So it's not like I didn't enjoy it, but there's a lot of <laughs> handiwork that has to go involved. That's involved in making eggs in the morning. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't feel like working in the morning. And, mm-hmm. um, but now that I'm a stay at home dad who works for iHeartRadio and is a youth pastor and, um, is also a podcaster on the Minnesota Tim podcast. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. Um, I'm an eggs guy almost every single day. I make okay. eggs like right around nine o'clock in the morning. Zoe and I share the eggs. Zoe's a big time egg person. She loves the eggs. And, um, so I'm a big time eggs guy. I so, put a hot sauce on them. Tastes pretty good. So is the Minnesota Tim podcast making a bunch of money that you're not sharing with me? Because if you're having eggs every morning, I mean, with the price of eggs nowadays, <laughs> you must be just rolling in the money. <laughs> is there like a secret Minnesota Tim fund I don't know about or what? Oh, man. As soon as the Minnesota Tim fund receives money, I will send you money. Okay. Well, that's a good segue. Uh, Thank you to Sherwin-Williams. Your house could use a fresh coat of paint. Caleb Fails will get it done. (laughs) Sherwin-Williams. Okay. (laughs) I think we could get sued for, like, pretending to have them be an ad. Like, they're, like, have to come out with an official statement. Like, we in no way are associated with the Minnesota podcast. Honestly, Uh, I would love that because then they would. They would have listened. (laughs) Then they'll give the podcast even more exposure. True. People will be like, why? What, what, what is so bad about this podcast that this company <laughs> felt the need to clarify they yeah. are not associated with it? I think so. Plus, I don't think they will come out with that because we're giving them free exposure through Caleb's fail. You know what could happen in a roundabout way? We should be careful because Caleb Fails' job could be in jeopardy. We are associating <laughs> our friend Caleb Fails with Sherwin-Williams, who then will associate our podcast with Caleb fails and you know, his professional job is at stake. Right. If he got fired because of us, I would, I would probably feel bad. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That wouldn't be good. Yeah. Yeah. What part, what, what percent of of you would feel bad? What percentage of you wouldn't? Um, You said probably. So I'm curious about the percentages. I was just, saying probably because the idea that if it was a hundred percent our fault that would be a hilarious but also be the horrific <laughs> yeah so that's, totally that was the probably yeah yeah obviously we we let should we make another official statement yeah uh, we do not think caleb fails in any way shape or form should be fired from his job for his association <laughs> with the minnesota tim podcast um he is a great employee who dominates paint <laughs> I love that all the listeners that are listening have no idea who Caleb Fails is, but he's become an instrumental part of the Thursday morning podcast where he gets mentioned every single Thursday morning that he's a part of the show. Yeah, I don't really plan to, but it just, uh, the Sherwin Williams thing is a good bit. And uh, I, wonder you know, I, like, a, I wonder if people think he's a figment of our imagination. Probably. Probably. Maybe. But um, I don't remember. Sorry, yeah, I cut you off. That. It probably wasn't important. 
So oh, that's, those, I do remember. Oh, I was gonna say every good radio show and good podcaster, I feel like has like characters and or like things like that. So we're just we're developing our own ideas and things, reoccurring bits. So that's one of them, I guess. Maybe you have to go back to the drawing board and come up with some more, but we got one. Yeah. What time in the morning do you think Caleb Fails wakes up? I have no idea. I don't remember what his work schedule is. I think he gets there kind of early, but I don't remember. If I sent him an invitation to this recording studio, <laughs> what are the chances that he would join? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to message him on Facebook. He didn't say anything uh, last week when we talked about him coming on. We we should have we, maybe we should plan one in a future week and just have like a paint only episode. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Talking paint. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Um, okay, now that the show is completely off the rails, lots of different things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Timberwolves lost a bunch of different games and then they beat the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin O'Connell, Questy made some statements at the NFL Combine, which isn't mm-hmm. surprising. I mean, those guys at the podium don't really say anything at all. That's yeah. worth really noting. I mean, they just say the obvious, um, like re-signing Justin Jefferson is a high priority. <laughs> okay, it's true. It's true. <laughs> You're not. A, it's not a lie, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not really much to talk about because obviously we know signing Justin Jefferson, one of the best wide receivers in football, is a high priority. Well, um, did you see the uh, report card that came out yesterday? I did see the report card. Minnesota Vikings are number one amongst teams uh, with their "quote unquote" culture. Yeah, like so. I, and I didn't look at all the categories, but it was like a bunch of different categories. We had A's or A minuses, and it was, so it was thirteen hundred players that were surveyed, and then they just to rate the franchise and kind of all the things like make a good franchise. So like. Coaching staff, wait staff, um, food, like hotels, their travel, mm-hmm. I guess, not just hotels, like travel mm-hmm. and like all that kind of stuff. So kind of the intangibles of like the non-football football stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And How Minnesota do you... was one or A or A minus in everything and ranked first in the NFL overall, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, you've never been to you've been to our house. When Zoe was born, you were at yep. our house. Yep. We should do rankings of our houses, like us being invited to each other's houses. How would you rank the, uh, what's that word? There's a word out there. You are my translator. Um, it's basically I, I try to be. when you care for the person that comes and you make them feel like at home. Like, um, well, like guest or like as a host or host is a good word. There's a word out there that I'm missing. Can't quite think of the word. So where are you? Is it describing you as a host or is it describing me as a guest? It's or kind of both. The I experience. think it's describing the experience of mm. you as a guest. Like it, basically to describe it, it makes you feel at home when you're there. Okay. Hospitality. Hospitality. Yes. Mm. Yep. Hospitality. Yes. How would you rank the Parachka household hospitality ranking? Uh, I'd 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 give it probably an A, but just barely. Yeah, like 
93% an A and you had like a 93.07 or something like that, where it's like, thankfully there's no more assignments because if you did bad on that assignment, you might dip into that A minus category, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's mainly oh, yeah. just because you had a loud infant baby crying. I mean, yes. it's, it was hurting my ears. Just kidding. I don't think she cried once when I was there. <laughs> Got to get control of that baby. I tell you what. She's yeah, the three day night. old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how would you rank the travel experience to our house? That was that was lengthy. That was lengthy. I don't remember yes. why, because I was going to Watertown for something, right? I think, and that's why I just did like the full the giant full loop. loop. Yep. Uh, but I got quality podcast time, which I really enjoy and don't mind driving. Oftentimes, I'm getting a little more used to driving one minute, so <laughs> getting harder to drive long distances. It feels longer now than it used to, but it, no, I'd give that was that was totally. Fine. What about? Is there any more? On your side, because like you did come to our house once. I did come to your house. Yes, I do have some rankings. Um, <laughs> trying to think of another one. I don't think you ate any food. Uh, how oh, would I you had ra- water? You had a water. Okay, flavored water. <laughs> flavored water was that good? I not really because I think it was a. It might have been the pineapple one, mm-hmm. and it was like oh, it was it was okay, but it was not. I'm not a huge pineapple guy, so it was kind of. We go back and forth on our bubblies. We drink a lot of bubbly in our house, and we go back and forth between flavors, and we haven't gotten that pineapple one since. So, yeah, um, it, it was okay. It wasn't bad. But yeah. How would you rank the game of catch that we had outside? That was, yeah, that was an A+. Plus. Yep. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Using the trees, throwing in the trees. Just trying to, th- th- you know, trying to thread the needle. The needle. Yep. 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 That was good. Yeah. I think that's all I had on my end. Hmm. How was yeah? How was our hospitality? That was I don't remember why or when it was, but it was winter, mm-hmm. and your car def- was struggling with heat. If the I remember, the travel correctly. experience was rough. <laughs> <laughs> On the way, the travel experience was rough. It was I don't even know if it was zero degrees. It might have been right around zero. On yeah, the way it was to your cold. house, and my car was not producing any heat on the way there. And um, the only time it produced heat, and we were taking back roads. Is when I floored it, like I, had to, I went to a stop sign and then floored it. My wife, my, my uh, fiance was freezing on the side because we weren't married yet, and I'm freezing trying to keep her warm, but I'm freezing my butt off driving. And so the travel experience, not because of you, um, because of me, and not putting any windshield wiper fluid in the car or fluid in the car, something like that, whatever that is, um, would be an F on the way there, but an A on the way back because you guys are close to a Walmart. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, we stopped by the Walmart, and we picked up some fluid for the car, and on the way home, we had heat the entire way. So on the way home, I would say it was an A. On the way there, it was an F. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Was yeah, it was snowy, windy, cold, and yeah, no heat because we were offering you blankets and trying to figure out how to make it work that you could drive home because that's not a fun place to be driving home in zero degree weather with no heat. Yes, and um, hospitality was great. We played an amazing game. Um, I'll never forget how Haley and I won. Uh, we had to win on the final try or else we weren't going to win. Do you remember what that game was called? Was by the code way? names with code the, names. Yes. I think yeah. it was code names where like you had to say a clue and then you had to get yeah. the other person to answer it. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a bunch of random words on the table and yeah, some of them are your teams, some of the other teams and you have to try to get your teammate 
to guess your words with just mm-hmm. one word clues. Yeah. Yes. And I remember that we had three left, but two of them were easy. But then there's that one answer that was like way out there. And I can't remember the two easy ones, but I remember I said like, boo, boo. I said boo or thumb. I said something about thumb or boo. And then the two easy, two were easy. And then I remember the third one. And the third one was ghost and Haley got it. And, um, I remember it was ghost because they were like, why did you say boo or thumb or whatever? I guess I must have said thumb. And I was like, well, because ghosts have thumbs. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that she got that meant you guys are going to have a long, happy marriage. Yes. Yeah. So it worked out pretty good. Yeah. Um, I have a thought. Well, I came across something on social media this week. So one of my favorite things in sports is when someone makes a half-court shot. There's nothing greater, I think, in college sports in the NBA than when someone makes a half-court shot and they're going nuts, the yep. crowd's going crazy, and it's just an un- you can feel the emotion in the room. And there's nothing more exciting than seeing the entire crowd lift up their hands all at the same time, cheering for a guy that they have no idea who it is, don't mm-hmm. even know his name. And I was watching that it was between Baylor and Oklahoma State. And it was at Oklahoma State. This guy makes this half court shot, and Sports Center tweeted it out, and he's doing the money bag thing, and it's absolutely crazy. What was he awarded? I, I, I tell you, he was only awarded $1,000 for this half court shot. I think that is utterly ridiculous. Dumbest thing I've seen on the internet all week long, maybe all month. Well, months have been pretty short, but still all month. <laughs> it's true, though. All month. All Seriously. Month. All month. That might be the dumbest thing I've seen on the internet. It's been the month's two days long so far. $1,000 yeah. for a half-court shot? Are you freaking kidding me? There was another one, too, that happened where the uh, the reward was pretty big. I don't remember what it was, but he had to do like the... It was a kid. No, it was a high school. Was it high school or college? It was somebody who did like a mm-hmm. the big shot. So they had to do like layup, free throw, three pointer, half court. And he yes. made all. And it was a young kid, like middle school looking kid. I think it was like Fargo or something like that. Yeah. And he got, I, I think he even got more than a thousand bucks for what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lower level. Like I said, I think it might have even been like a high school that was sponsored by like a, a business or something. Um, I have two. Funny you bring up half court stories. I have two stories. One that's an oldie, but the other one happened just this week. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Let's hear it. So after practice on one of the a few days ago, it doesn't matter. Uh, a couple of our seniors were shooting half quarters. As, and then the one was one was kind of close. The other one was doing kind of like the running start thing. And when you do a running start, you're just your accuracy is all over the place, right? And so I was like, guys, it's not that hard. Like, come on. And then so I first shot of the day, I walk up to half court, shoot it, swish. <laughs> I'm just like, see, you guys, like, it's not that hard. And then the other kid makes one. And then the kid that I was talking to is like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, you guys just drained him. I'm like, here, watch again. Not that he, not that hard. And then I step up to half court and I swish it up. <laughs> and I'm like, see, like, it's easy. And then. No joke, the other kid makes his second one in a row. <laughs> and then again, we're just both looking at that kid. Just Now we're just talking trash like crazy. Yeah. And then he's basically like, well, you got to keep going now. It's like, all right. 
step up to half court, swish another one. <laughs> and then the, then the other high school kid, he, he misses his. So then I'm like, all right, well, now I have, like, I'm going to shoot till I miss. Yeah. Step up, swish another one. So four in a row. Four in a row. Step up, swish one more. Five in a row. Five in a row. All swishes, no banks or rim. I mean, literally, wow. it was just like nothing but net ones. How are you not lo- like rolling and then I on the ground like laughing? Feet, yeah, I, just, I was because I was, I, I got like kind of like the sweaty palms moment. I'm like, I don't think I've ever done this before. I made this many. <laughs> I was, I was locked in, is what I was. I don't think I've ever shot that many half court shots in a row before. I haven't either. That's what I mean. I don't, it's not something you really do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I hadn't even shot any warm up shots. That was my first five shots of the day of any wow. kind. But yeah, so then the sixth one was an air ball by like 10 feet. And I'm like, all right, well, that's that's the end there. Well, but I mean, I was just curious, like what, like how, how, if not that everyone has records, but what's everyone's personal record for most in a row? I feel like five is probably not a bad number. That's a good number. I mean, that might be the world record. Okay, I'm sure there, we should look it up at some point. Or do you have a computer that, my phone, I can't back out. Yeah, let me see. Most half court shots. I row. bet it's something ridiculous. Like, but did you look it up yet? Because do you have a yep. guess? Yep. Okay, I'll I'll guess. Um, I'm gonna go with like 42. Okay. This is based on Wikipedia. Sure, that's good enough. During a half court shooting contest in the West All Star Game practice, Steph Curry hit three half court shots in a row. Harlem Globetrotter Bucket Blakes. As the Guinness World Record for most, here, got to be clear, for most underhanded half-court shots made in one minute, dropping six. Okay, so that's most in a minute, so he's probably bricking some. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Here's another interesting statistic. Who has the most half-court shots in NBA history? Steph Curry has six makes. Attempts, 121. So, you made five in a row. Mm-hmm. Granted, Curry has made six in 121 attempts. Granted, the high school half-court line is just a smidge shorter than the NBA half-court line. But still, pretty crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. I, I'm clicking on another article, the theguinnessworldrecord.com. Let's see. There you go. That might be oh, you're so close. The most consecutive basketball half-court shots is eight. And was achieved by Xu Changqing in China on June second, two thousand twenty. Huh? Maybe that's something I should aspire to now. Eight half court shots in a row. Xu Changqing beat his own record, which was achieved in two thousand eighteen. Hmm. Do you think if like Steph Curry devoted like, and I wonder if that's does not that again, not that it matters that much, but high school or college or NBA half courts, but like if Steph Curry just devoted some time to trying to break that record, I assume do you think he probably would at some point, right? Like, I feel like you would do it within an hour or two, right? Like lots of NBA guys probably could do that if that's what they devoted their time to, and like said, hey, I'm going to try to break this record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Curry's almost shooting half court shots already. Right, the way it is. But like Dame too. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight, eight does not seem like a big number. Like, no, it feels it achievable. It does. I mean, yeah. I don't know. If you want, I'll meet you in the Litchfield gym after this, and we can go play. No, yeah. yeah, I might have to try to achieve that record. You yeah. and I can just take turns, and whoever gets on fire re- just rebounds for this the other. Guy. Guy. Yeah. 
Um, the other, did I ever tell you about? Yeah, the old story. The old story. The old story, the game winner. I probably told you that story before. Let's hear that story again. I don't think I've said it on here. So it was the eighth grade, like end of year, like they call it, you know, the state tournament, but there's like eight levels or whatever. I think we're in like the second or third, second or third lowest level. So like there's like, which is usually where we were. There's like A, it goes A through like 6A. And I think we're in like double A or triple A. And it's our second game. We lost the first one. So if we lose, we're basically, you know, there's no shot, double elimination. And uh, we're playing some sort of Hopkins kind of like, Clearly not their best team. <laughs> but a good team. I mean, they were they were good still, but yeah, it was obviously not Hopkins of, you know, studs. So <laughs> we were down by, we were up by one. Hmm. And a kid drives to the hoop and I hack him <laughs> with like four seconds left. And he makes both free throws. Did Jason they, get teed up in this game? He did not. Okay. Um. But I remember I was standing, so I was standing on the right side of the free throw line. I looked across at Mark Sanquist, and I just kind of like gave him the like, just give the ball to me, pass the ball to me quick. And Nate's the second one, so we're losing. He passes it in right away. I take two dribbles towards the middle of the floor from the left to the middle. Mm, and that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good strategy. Yep, get to the center of the court. Get to about the volleyball line. But the key to get to the center of the court is to go from left to right versus right to left if you're a right-handed shooter. Right. Yes, it's helpful to go to your strong hand, absolutely. Because it, it was too deep. You can't, you can't just step in and shoot. Oh, Caleb. I'm here. Oh, wow. Was he on your right, team quick, during this half-court shot? I'll quick finish the story. So, yeah, volleyball line three, three-quarter, well, two-third court kind of level. And it just absolute swish. Pandemonium in the stands. Before the era of video cameras, so it doesn't actually exist because no one can say. Does, does it, it exist in Caleb's mind? Was he on your team? Oh, yeah. He, he probably remembers. Do you remember Jacob's half-court shot against Hopkins? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, I think it was like a – I don't remember if it was like grade state or something else, but I remember it was a big shot because we were headed to the Constellation if we lost that game because we had already lost the game before. And or like a friendship game, not even a consolation. Correct. And because we won that, we got like all the way to the third place bracket. So it 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 meant a lot to hit that shot. Hmm. Wow. See all those stats check out. Yeah, I remember I was running around the court like an absolute buffoon. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, got dogpiled. I re- for some reason I always remember Fritzky being one of the first people to dogpile me. This <laughs> 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 just again random things. But. Uh, Caleb, we were having a conversation about you because we always do on Thursday mornings. You are yeah, a legend. I've noticed. <laughs> by the way, this segment brought to you by Sherwin Williams. Uh, <laughs> your paint sucks. Sherwin Williams. <laughs> there we go. I've had better Sherwin Williams. Um, we were having a conversation earlier, and we were worried. Well, we were. I don't know if we were worried. <laughs> We were wondering if it would be possible to get you fired by associate. So, like, we're talking mm. about Sherwin Williams. We're pretending that they're the sponsor of the Minnesota Tim podcast, which they very right. well might be in the future. Because we know you, you know us, you're a part of the podcast. We're mentioning your name with Sherwin Williams. If Sherwin Williams doesn't want us to be the, pod, uh, the, the sponsor of the podcast, could that 
somehow be a backhand slap to your face and get you fired from Sherwin Williams. You know, now that I've jumped on the pod, I guess it's possible. I think, I think before that, I think I was probably clear, but you know, as long as you guys don't have any outrageously hot takes, which I know this pod is known for, don't get me <laughs> wrong, but I, I think we'll be okay. I'll, I'll check with the marketing team and, and get back to you though. So give us a little update, not update. Give us a little info on what you do for Sherwin Williams. Are you a sales guy? Are you going into houses and spreading the paint? No, I don't, I don't actually do anything with house paint. So I work on the general industrial side. I, uh, do coatings for like really big OEM companies. So companies like John Deere companies like cat, uh, that's what I started with. Now I've moved into high heat military and general metals coating. So it's a lot more specialized than it used to be, but sounds like an important job. <laughs> Some are saying <laughs> I mean, seriously, anything to do with uh, military and John Deere tractors. I mean, that's a big thing. Um, yeah, we do what we can. <laughs> sounds like something you don't want to get fired from. Seems like a good specialized position that you'd like to keep for a lot of years. Yeah, I definitely prefer I don't get fired. Yeah, that would be my <laughs> preference. I'll be honest. Well, stay away from anything that's controversial then. Yeah, yeah if, I, if I do get fired, you'll have to let me come on the podcast a lot more and match the yearly salary. That's what yeah. I'll say. That's all. Yeah. What is your yearly salary? You don't have to be exact. <laughs> You don't, have to into, you don't have to get into exact figures. Just okay. trying to figure out if the Minnesota Tim budget is good enough to seriously to seriously. really go for this firing. Uh, I'm not going to share my yearly salary, but uh, especially not on a podcast that's listed by tens of thousands of people. It's, it's just not necessary information. But uh, I feel like the Minnesota Tim podcast would not want to just pay my salary for the heck of it. That would be my guess. Do you work in downtown Minneapolis or where's your location? Yeah, it's, it's right by U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Must so. be an important job. Um, so sounds like Sherwin Williams has money, so they better be giving you a nice salary if they're working right next to U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, what would you say is the best part of your job? I really like the flexibility. It, it's a, since it's a lab job, you know, I don't really have a set time. So if I wake up at 620 and I see I have a message from Tim with a podcast <laughs> link. I can just jump in that and be like, oh, oh well, I'll be another 15 minutes late to work. It doesn't really matter. Um, so that's, that's probably the nicest part. It's a lot of go at your own pace. As long as you hit your 40 hours, they're not really going to do anything to you. So that flexibility portion is really nice. That's good. <laughs> uh, do you live close to Sherwin Williams? Do you have a downtown Minneapolis apartment with a rooftop and pool? Not downtown Minneapolis. I used to live in the kind of the U of M student housing area, kind of over in Como. And that was like three minutes away, but just got to the point where I wanted my own place. So now I'm in Minnetonka area, which is about. Oh, that answers everything that we needed to know about salary. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah. Really lighting the world on fire here now. So uh, I don't know. That's like 15 minutes away now. So a little longer drive. But. It's a solid area. I've heard good things about Minnetonka. I think they have a good reputation. Um, do you have a lakeside front house? Um, no, no. No. Okay. Are you in an apartment or house? I'm in an apartment. Yeah. Ways away from a house. Okay. 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 Jacob, did you have any questions for our good friend, Caleb Fails? 
I don't think so. I mean, I, I kind of know every, I've, I've, you know, I've been through this, the, the story, you know, so I, I got all the, all the details. I was enjoying just listening to you two. <laughs> so. Caleb, speaking of half court shots, have you made any half court shots? Mm. Uh, not officially in a game. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good shooter and yeah, if I'm just chucking the ball around, I've definitely made my fair share of half court shots, just throwing shots up. But you know, my, my range probably ends at if you're just playing five on five pickup, I'll, I'll shoot one from the volleyball line once in a while and they'll fall once in a while. But I, I like to stick kind of on that three point range. And sure. just hit those, you know, well, what do you think the world record is for most in a row? That's what we were talking about before you came on. I, I doubt I have it. I, I don't have any witnesses, but I have hit three in a row before. Mm. <laughs> my <laughs> guess is it's, it's probably like 15. Or something ridiculous. There's some wild. I feel like Steph Curry could just, you know, load up and hit 15 threes in a row from out there. No sweat, right? So it, it it's got to be double digits at least. Tim said on his research, which again, Tim's the one doing the research. Guinness here. World Record. This is Guinness World Record stuff. He said it was uh, eight. I, it lower than I thought, but still pretty good, honestly. Like. That's still very impressive to hit eight half court threes in a row. And I also feel like that's one of those records that's kind of oddly specific. And I'm guessing you don't have just like tons of people lining up to beat that Guinness world record. That's my hunch. Cause I'm pretty sure you need like an official Guinness person to come out to the site and actually watch it live in person. So I'm guessing they're not just taking calls from like hundreds of people being like, Hey, going to try to beat that half court shot record again today. So yeah, Caleb. What if I told you? Go ahead, Caleb. What if I told you Jacob made five half court shots in a row just a few days ago? I, I believe it. Jacob's a really good half court shooter. I, I mean, he's just a really good shooter in general. So I, be, I believe five in a row. Okay. Yeah, he, he did make five in a row. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. It's a big. It's a big talker on the podcast. Caleb, are you a, are you a follower of the Minnesota Timberwolves? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, it's been a frustrating season for sure, but yes, I'm a follower. I don't watch every game, but I'm certainly looking at every game every day or two and checking all the scores and seeing where they're at. I think they're, we're what the A seed right now trying to fight for that playing spot. Yeah. Can you afford season tickets? I have no idea what season tickets cost. Uh, I do not think I'd want to spend that much money on season tickets. So I'm going to go with no. I, could I probably stomach it? Maybe. But would I want to? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you go to any Vikings games this year and sit at the 50-yard line? Not this year. I, I did take Jacob a couple years, me and Casey and Jacob and someone else went. I, can't, I think it was Luke Vanderlindy. Or maybe went. Luke and got seats they were you know they were from like a company my dad worked for or something so i did not have anything to do with it i was still in college and jobless but yeah we were probably on like the 40 yard line so that's that's the closest i've ever been and best seats i've probably ever had in my life did you buy tickets for everyone that went with you no they had four tickets so it was just like Hey, Caleb, we can't make it. So find some friends and go to okay. the Vikings game. Okay. I was just curious. I'm just curious. I'm just still, still trying to get a feel for the Sherwin Williams. I'm trying, just putting together numbers in my head, just trying to figure out what you can and cannot afford. You're, you're really subtle about it, too, by the way. It's I, Caleb can't tell at all what you're doing. Yeah, I, I just thought we were having a chat, Tim. I, this is wild. Wow. <laughs> Man. Well, one thing that I regret 
is not staying closely connected to Caleb Fails throughout the years after cross country. <laughs> I did not see this coming. I'm going to be honest. I did not see Sherwin Williams making six figures in your future. That I, I never said I'd make six, six figures, Tim. <laughs> well, you know, ifs and buts, candy nuts, you know, somewhere sure, around there. Sure. Yeah. Or seven, well, seven figures? Is that no, 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 no. We are so far away from seven okay, figures. Okay, well, I was just like... Four figures? <laughs> we're above, here's what I'll tell you, Tim. We're uh, below seven figures, and we're above four figures for my okay. yearly salary. So okay. that's, that's somewhere in that range. Yeah, I was just asking for a ballpark. I wasn't asking for yeah. specifics. Yeah, that's you know, fair. I was going to ask, like, how much does the federal government take out of each paycheck and stuff like that. I was just wondering. Well, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you that off the top of my head if I knew it. So. <laughs> Caleb has not asked you how much the Minnesota Tim podcast make. They might somewhere between zero digits and one. <laughs> <laughs> between, between zero and what? Zero digits and one digit. Yes. Yes. I don't think you get two. I'm waiting for the direct deposit to hit. <laughs> It'll happen soon, Tim. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, now that you're joined and you're going to tell your friends about this, right, Caleb? Oh, my friends. I think my friends are aware of this, at least. I mean, at least the basketball league should be for the most part. So yeah. I'll try to branch out to the Iowa State friends a little bit. See, you know, they're not they're not really Minnesota the sports fan, fans. They're more Iowa State fans. So you might have to do like an Iowa State March Madness segment or something to, to swing them their way. But yeah, we're yeah. Kind of limiting well, we the can, audience there with the Minnesota Tim. If we're going to start going after the Iowa people, I mean, we almost see like a break-off podcast called like the the Iowa Tim podcast, which I don't know if that's going to be successful. Well, yeah, if I were you, I'd stick to Minnesota, but that's just me. Well, sometimes our conversations are vague enough, like Half Court Shots and Sherwin-Williams, oh. where Iowa people can listen to this podcast. I mean, you can send that's this true. to your family and your friends. You can send this to Casey. and, and <laughs> yeah, Casey would eat this up. He'd love it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll blow everyone's minds when we have Casey on next week. <laughs> I'll tell him to be ready because honestly, I don't usually check my phone that much in the morning, and I just happened to like pull open Facebook quick and saw I had a message on Messenger. So usually I would miss this, but it's here I am. What that's called? Yeah, yeah. the stars aligned. <laughs> um, quick question: Do yeah. you sleep with that sweatshirt on, or do you? Not. I. It's, it just depends on the night. So tonight, yes. Last night, I did. Uh, really? Two nights ago, no. So I don't know. It just depends. Some days, I'm just, you know, watching a TV show before bed, and I just I'm so tired, and I want to just fall in there, and that's it. And then other days, just a t-shirt. You know, you never know. Would you say you sleep with some article of clothing on, or no? Typically, on a typical night. I always have some articles of clothing on. Yes. <laughs> okay. I was just curious, you know, yeah. yeah. Some people prefer not to. Some people prefer. Hey, do you want to know? Should we answer, ask the same question of you, Tim? Do we want to know the answer to that? I do sleep <laughs> with an article of clothing on. Yeah. Just sock. Probably. <laughs> just not, not a sock. Not a sock. I do sleep with underwear on. I wear, what do I wear? I wear fruit of the loom. That's, I'm a big fruit of the loom guy. Oh, that's yeah. what I got on right now. Well, actually, I got Haynes on right now, but you know, maybe Haynes and Fruit of the Loom will be a podcast sponsor if Sherwin Williams doesn't step up. Try try to create a little yeah, rivalry, a little battle, a yes. price battle. Maybe. Yep, got up the price. Got yeah. up the price. If you want to be a part of it, 
just got to find someone from Haynes and Fruit of the Loom that we know. <laughs> well, Caleb, thank you so much for joining the pod today. It was a pleasure. Last second. I love yeah. talking about your career and your goals and your aspirations. And um, this is a lovely conversation. Yeah, right back at you, man. Really enjoyed it. And, you know, maybe in the future I'll hop on again. Not not weekly, but, you know, maybe it's a bi-monthly thing or a quarterly thing or a semi-annual thing. We'll see. Yeah. Dude, thank you for being a loyal listener of the podcast, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Love the podcast. Love Jake's Takes. Been listening to Jake Takes on the podcast since, man, it's been years. But <laughs> Do you have uh, an iPhone? I do have an iPhone. I'm, I'm Will currently you go into the podcast app and give the Minnesota Tim podcast a five star rate and a five star review. I'm pretty sure I already have. I don't usually listen on Apple Music, but I'm pretty sure I, I made an exception for oh. the Minnesota Tim podcast. So I don't. Okay. I can try to recruit someone else with an iPhone if you're looking for another okay. five star review for something. Well, just make sure that you have done that. Okay, and then I'll if make you sure haven't. Have. Okay. Well, Dave, last question for me. So now Caleb usually listened to the podcast on Thursdays. Yeah. Are you going to listen to the whole podcast? Are you going to listen? Are you going to do some self-scouting today and listen to yourself on the podcast? I probably will listen and I'll probably hate my voice. That's usually what happens when I listen to recordings. But yeah, I'll I'll listen still. You know, I I didn't catch the first 25 minutes of this thing. So got to at least hear that. You sound lovely. Timberwolves updates. By the way. Well, thank you. You sound lovely. Yes. Angelic. (laughs) Boisterous. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You say boisterous? Boisterous. Yeah. That's not a word. <laughs> boisterous is totally a word. No, boisterous is a word, like oh. meaning like exuding energy. Boisterous is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caleb, this is what we have to put up with here. That's, oh, I know. Uh, yeah. Bo- boisterous <laughs> sounds like it should be a word. You sound very boisterous on the podcast today, Caleb. Well, Thanks, Tim. I'm not sure what that word means, but... yeah, well. It Sounds can like mean whatever you want it to mean. It's it's meant as a compliment. <laughs> Jacob, Caleb, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you both for making the Minnesota Tim Box a part of your day. Jacob for always recording Thursday mornings. And Caleb for the for the lovely surprise drop-in. I was just as surprised as you. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Jacob, thank you as always. Thank you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.